As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training, kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway, in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Today we talked with Jeff Berg, owner and developer at Planning Center here in San Diego. They make a suite of tools that help churches run their day-to-day operations. Jeff has grown Planning Center over the years to now have over 30 employees, a ball in office, amazing culture, and he did it all without taking a dime in funding. You'll learn how they were able to grow without funding and how they keep their culture on track through hiring in line with their principles. Enjoy. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Michael Saka. I'm Joelle Steiniger. And I'm Matt Goldman. We're having 20-minute talks with entrepreneurs teaching you how to launch your product into revenue. We'd like to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors. CodeShip makes continuous delivery simple and easy. Go to CodeShip.com slash Rocket Ship to get 20% off three months. We'd also like to thank InVision App. 
Envision is by far the best prototyping and collaboration tool on the market. Go to Envision app forward slash rocket ship to get the starter plan free for 90 days. Customer.io is a modern email platform built for startups. Go to customer.io slash rocket ship to start sending emails that convert. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. We're here with Jeff Berg, founder of Planning Center. How you doing? Doing good. So tell us a bit about what you do. So what we do here is we make great church software. So um, we make worship planning software, um, event registration, children's check-in, and uh, resource management. And I I guess the way I kind of think of it is like a a product suite like 37 Signals used to have, but for churches. Yes, definitely. And they're all under the same brand, though. So 37 Signals had them all pretty much disconnected from each other. Ours are all under the Planning Center brand. And how big's the team? Uh, We have 31 people now. And how long have you guys been around? Uh, Eight years. So... Tell us about the early days, getting everything started. Yeah, I'm actually curious to hear about that because it's such a niche uh, market to be in, but you guys are doing so well. Yeah, so it's actually a very interesting story. Um, Eight years ago, me and actually all of our leadership team, Aaron and Jeff Spillman, all used to work for a church in uh, the Palm Springs area called Southwest Community Church. And we all went into this weekly weekend service meeting and saw the same exact stuff. And then we all came out and updated three spreadsheets, an access database, and a website. And it was just getting way too much work to keep everything in the sink. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. We looked around. There were some options out there, but nothing that looked nice and that we wanted to use. So I'm like, we'll make it. And were you guys, were you a developer at that time? Yeah, so for the church, I was in charge of all their graphics, website, and uh, their church management system. So a SQL database with all the church records in it. Good old Microsoft Access. Uh, well, it was actually, my, I got them from Fox Pro to uh, Microsoft SQL. So we were able to actually develop against it and make some nice programs. So... Tell us about the evolution of the products. Um, what did you really start with, and then how did you decide to expand into um, a bunch of different individual products that are connected versus like one big bloated product? Yeah, so we started with um, Planning Center Services, which is our worship planning app, because that was a need we were trying to fill. Um, we have had no funding, so we didn't have a lot of resources or anything like that to to move forward on. So we, we created this one product and really focus all of our energy into it. Um, and really that's, that's where we came from. Um, we, we did that for probably about five years. And after five years, all of our customers were like, Hey, we, we love what you guys do. We want you to do more. Like they've been begging us to do more. And so over about once or twice a year, we'll release a new product um, geared to them now. So uh, it's really taken off. And how do you keep all those products on track? Are there different parts of the team that are devoted to specific products, or does everyone cycle around and work on everything? Yeah, so we, we segment our team per product. So each product has a product manager and then usually about two developers. Um, and then our designers are actually shared amongst all products. 
uh, because we want to have a consistent design feel. Like each product could be developed in a separate technology. We have uh, just simple APIs that every app has to um, do. But um, design-wise, you really want to keep everything consistent for the user. So when you decide to start a new product, do you hire an entire new team for that, or do you pull existing people and... Um, I guess select them somehow or, or they select themselves to then take a role on the new product? Yeah, usually what we do is we take um, existing people and move them over because they know our philosophy and everything like that. Um, most of our product managers are actually uh, very technically savvy or have been either a developer or a designer before in a previous life. Um, we have none that, are, that don't have that background and it's really helpful. So we're sitting in your office, and it's probably the coolest office in San Diego. It Thank doesn't you. feel like it's in San Diego. There's shuffleboard and kegerator and lots of happy people and TVs with metrics on them, and it's just a really cool place. What's the culture that you guys are building around this? Or, like, what is that philosophy that you say people have when they're already here? Well, so our company is built off of three things. So we don't have a mission statement. We... I've never really jived with many mission statements, but I'm like, we can center around three things that we love. So uh, number one, and first and foremost, is we love our team. We put as much um, effort as we can into building our team. We do a company retreat once a year. We have a family fun day where we bring the whole family in. Um, we have a lot of remote employees um, and try to tr try to build that culture. We have lunch together every Thursday and Tuesday, um, and we have free weeks every about three times a year. Uh, the developers and designers get two weeks to work on whatever they want, as long as it's for the business. So our metrics dashboards came from that. Um, we have a lot of internal tools that come from those uh, those weeks, and it's really cool. So has it been hard to maintain that culture as you've grown? Um, thankfully, no. Um, we, we're all pretty dedicated, and we're still, I mean, 31 is larger, but it's still a pretty small team, and we do a lot of research before we hire someone. Um, everyone goes through a multi-step process, um, and the last one is, even if it's not needed from a technical standpoint or a a knowledge standpoint, we always bring them in for an in-person interview, uh, sit down and have kind of a similar conversation like we're having here, just to kind of say, here's who we are, here's who, who are you, and try and make sure that the worlds collide well. So you said that there's three things you're built on. Uh, number one was your team. Yeah. Uh, number two is our churches. So um, we have no sales here. Um we do some marketing. Our designers are in charge of that. Um, so when we say our churches, we're focused on the churches that we have. Um, a, a lot of times in at least church software, and I believe in other software, you'll get someone who says, oh, man, I'll sign up for your software if you have this feature. And you're like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. Well, you have these other people who actually pay you money who want features too. And our goal is we work on supporting the ones that pay us money and they will go and market for us. And so we have over a 60% referral rate for new signups um, wow. of people who say, That's Hey, huge. where did we find you? So 
what's that other 40%? Do you, do you know where they come from? Uh, yeah, we get, we do conferences. So we get about 10%, I think from conferences, 15% from magazines. And then I think the rest is Google or they didn't tell us old school. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the third thing, yeah. Uh, yeah. the third thing is we love our products. So, um, because we don't have sales and we spend a lot of effort on our team, um, we, we spend a lot of effort on making sure our products are easy to use self-documenting. That's a huge thing. Um, we have almost 3 million users now and we have five or six support people, uh, full time. And so that's, for a company our size, that's a very small portion of our company. Usually that's a larger portion, but we do that because we spend a lot of time making sure we get things right, making them not confusing and uh, in-line documentation. Yeah, something you said to me a while ago that really um, had a big impact was to take your time, love your customers, and love your product. And I see that fit through or fit into the, the three things that you guys really focus on here. Yeah. And taking your time is probably the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. It's um, so hard, especially when you see competition around you and there's certain, certain milestones that you want to hit and things you feel never like you're going so slow all the time. Like you feel like you're taking your time against your will. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You have to step back and look at how fast you've actually gone. Cause it always feels like you're going slow. Yeah. You're seeing everyone else seem like they're moving fast. And, yeah. Um, and it's huge. It's super relaxing to step back and and look at what you know your customers actually want and what it will take to build it and take your time doing that. There's there's no sense in stressing out and driving yourself crazy trying to you know dangle a carrot in front of yourself. Yeah, that's always. hard to not. <laughs> it's hard to not do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, even we're we're successful we're a profitable company we're we're very stable reoccurring revenue uh it's still hard to go to not fall into that trap of oh this competitor is doing this thing or this competitor is doing that thing you need to really just focus on what are you doing what are we doing what do our customers want and that's really where we succeed and when you find when you settle into that and find that you're um, making people happy with the product and that you can do more of that that's awesome Versus always wanting something more. Yeah, and our growth pattern, I mean, we've never had the hockey stick. Um, we've grown, our, each year we grow a little faster than we grew the year before, but that's it. I mean, it's not, it's never been like, man, this year we're growing 200% faster than last year. Uh, it's usually always been between, I mean, just a little bit more. I forgot percentages. I wasn't going to quote those, but. Um, one of the things I love about you guys, too, is that you represent um, what has been something that has been really hard to find, which is um, a self-funded company that's doing some pretty big things. Uh, we talk to a lot of people, and it seems like there's these two ends of the spectrum. There's like the big funded route, and you go big or you fail and move on, or you self-fund, and it's more of a lifestyle business, which has this negative connotation for some reason. Um, but looking around here and, and getting to know you, everyone here has a great lifestyle and loves what they do and are passionate about their work. And everyone works really hard and you guys set big goals for yourselves. Um, but you are that kind of like middle ground company. And um, 
I'd love to know if that's where you plan to stay or if you have your sights set on something else. Yeah, so we started, the only funding we took was $10,000 on a Chase credit card and uh, was able to pay that off uh, within several months after uh, launching the company, thankfully. Uh, but uh, yeah, that is where we plan to, to stay. Um, we I tell our customer support people, we get people who inquire a lot, hey, are you, are you guys interested in taking some money off the table or stuff like that? And I... We went down an acquisition route a couple times, just like going, oh, maybe it's the right thing to do. But it never felt right, never felt like uh, something that I wanted to give up. So now our customer support people, if anyone emails in and asking anything like that, they say, just turn them away. Don't even tell Jeff or the leadership team. Uh, anytime I get an email, sometimes they find out who you are. Just quickly reply back, hey, we're not interested, thanks. Um, we we truly love what we do here. And uh, a lifestyle business is, it does have that negative connotation, but my life is probably the most important part of my life. So um, I want to <laughs> spend it with my children. I want to um, have a meaningful contribution to the world. And uh, it's not all about money in the end. Well, that's awesome because a lot of people say that you can't have a meaningful contribution unless you go huge yeah. and, you know, a f come into contact with as many people as possible. Um, you guys are located in, in North County, San Diego, which is um, a lot more families up here. It seems like most of the people here have families and a life outside of work but also really enjoy work. It's Yeah, and, and there's a community that you've built around here. Um, with the monthly meetups and, and talks. Um, and I know you have plans in the works for a space um, to turn even into a larger community space. Um, I think that's awesome that you're really starting to bring the outside into this world you've created up here. Yeah, one thing that I love about our company, I guess it, I'm kind of biased, uh, is that I'm a, I'm a technical founder. So I still, even with 31 people, I spend probably 50 to 75% of my day coding. Um, and I'm really passionate about technology, about uh, using the right tool to, to, to fix the right problem. And so uh, the best way to do that is to have a community of people around you who will challenge you, who will help you to think outside of your current box. And um, just recently, uh, John Lynch, he's a great guy. Um, he 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 came in and talked about React. And after his talk, I was like, I know John's smart, but that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but then like a month later, I'm like, okay, this React thing makes sense. Like it, you, you have to challenge yourself. You have to be accepting of other viewpoints, um, especially in technology and uh, business. That's how I viewed the Mac when I <laughs> when it was out and I was a PC guy. That's how I viewed Rails when I was a PHP guy. Uh, everything that I do now was once totally hated by me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so awesome. are you more open-minded now? No. <laughs> iPhone 6 just got announced. Too big. No way. But I'll probably get one. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned about the hiring and how you try to hire in line with the culture. And it's a multi-step process. What are the different steps and how do you weed people out in the early days? 
So the first, we use Workable, which is a great little uh, web app for hiring people. Um, but everyone, all applications go into there. Um, we, the whole team, everyone, for a developer, every developer, even at junior to senior level, all has access to it. Uh, everyone can make comments on any people. Um, we kind of have a plus one, minus one type deal, and uh, based on their resume, they get sent a series of questions. Um, these questions range from uh, technical to tell us how to write to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, just things to try to help us to understand their personality, hobbies, stuff like that. Like we want to know more than just hey, are they qualified to do this? We want to know, hey, will they fit in with us? Are, are they um, passionate about the same things we're passionate about? And so um, they get sent that. They return that uh, usually within about four to five days. Um, if everything goes, everyone reviews it again, uh, plus one, minus one. If they make it to the next step, uh, they get a phone interview. And that is uh, more to see, hey, can... Uh, another technical vet and a little personality to see, hey, uh, you can copy answers from, like, they have all day to answer, five days to answer these questions. So yeah. someone could spend all five days answering them and give us the best answers in the world. They could probably Google how to make yeah. a peanut butter jelly sandwich. So we like to talk to them a little bit about techno technology, a little bit about their uh, what they do um, on their free time and stuff like that, just to do that and uh, usually that's only with one person and then that person gives a uh, thumbs up thumbs down to fly the person out fly the person their spouse out um, usually Friday through Sunday or Saturday through uh, Monday just so that they can have especially if they're moving out here get a chance to see how beautiful Carlsbad is and uh, how amazing it is and then uh, they get once they're here they do an interview with the leadership team um and then they do a technical interview. Um, uh, even our support agents do a technical interview. Uh, it's more support answers, and they they don't have to know our product. But uh, usually, like we had one person, she applied, and she we gave her the questions, and she answered them amazingly. And it's never used our product. Like she was able to use. We want people who can mm -hmm. kind of problem solve on their own. So yeah. Like Googling something seems like such a basic skill, but my parents, sorry, mom, uh, <laughs> she has no clue how to, how to, uh, problem solve basic things on her own. And I know people my age that just aren't around computers all day can't figure it out. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. This has been great. Learn no more about you guys. Thank you for having me. Where can, uh, everyone keep up with you online? Uh, you can keep up with the company at planningcenteronline.com or me at The Berg on Twitter, T-H-E-B-E-R-G. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks.
sound is so much body. Oh, 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 oh,